Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Good morning. Good afternoon. It is morning. It's uh, midnight my time and it's 1 a.m. your time, but we are here to talk Star Wars. Hooray! So, first off, spoil, 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 spoil alert. Like, if you're listening to this and you haven't yet seen the movie, and you plan to see the movie, and you do not want to know anything about the movie, uh, pause this, archive it, come back to this after after you you watch it, and then, you know, join, join, join along. But if you listen past this and you still haven't seen the movie, do not blame us for for all the things. Not our fault. Especially since the, you know, the title has, you know, spoiler. It it should have been obvious by now. Like, I don't feel bad for you anymore. <laughs> well, actually, I was thinking about naming this uh, The Rise of Quentin. But, yeah, oh, I, I, think, no. <laughs> I think the title should be fairly clear that we are here to talk about cats. Or, um, you know, Jedi. That's Or Jedi. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah. So uh, so what happened? So what, what did you think? All right. So um, I, as we've said in episodes past, I went into this with no expectation whatsoever. I think I saw one trailer, and then you said, "Don't look at anything else," and I don't even remember what I saw in the trailer. Yes, uh, you did it right, my friend. Yeah, my friend, you yeah. did it good. You did good. I, I feel like I did very well, and if you remember the previous episode, you you did point out most of the Star Wars news was filled with Baby Yoda, so it wasn't so much of a big deal that um, something may or may not have been leaked out. That wasn't the main focus whatsoever. Right. No, and honestly, like they, I wonder if that was partially their intent of the timing of like, hey, look at Baby Yoda. Focus on Baby Yoda. You don't care about this new Star Wars movie. Focus on Baby Yoda. <laughs> I don't want to go too deep into that because because we're here to talk about the movie, but I, I agree. It, it it's, it's too perfect of timing that Disney releases this thing that they know that we're going to be talking about in and around the time the movie's coming out. So they need to flood the news media, the entertainment news media with super cool Star Wars focused stuff. There's also the new Star Wars ride that opened up uh, in Florida, which I'm super excited for, but that's another topic and another time. <laughs> and an availability to get there, right? Yeah, well, they're opening up one here in California, so hopefully by oh, the time you that you, you come here for uh, E3, we might make a day of it. Who knows? Um, okay, so Star Wars, the movie, um, the last of this particular trilogy, Rise of the Skywalker. Yes, which is the, the, like the saga's coming to an end, and I'm like, uh, okay, we've heard that three three times now. It's kind of coming to an end. Like it's definitely like a uh, a point. Like it's definitely an end point for this small trilogy. But it, you know, there's going to be more Star Wars movies. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 like like any other like extremely favorite franchise. There's always going to be more and not necessarily of the main cast. 
because the main cast is pretty much done. Like, as actors, yep. or like, I don't want to have anything to do with this anymore. I'll do a con once a year, <laughs> and that's about it. But um, uh, in regards to the uh, Star Wars universe, getting new people into the Star Wars universe... Uh, this is the bookend to this particular saga, mm-hmm. but yes, there will be new n- new stuff coming in the future. So, um, I'll ask it again. What did you think? I left the theater very happy. I okay. felt like um, I did enjoy the 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 last jedi although there were some issues with that movie um i felt like this answered an overarching question which was where does ray actually come from mhm um and it did solidify um some of the other like things that were wandering mainly how are we going to defeat the First Order? But then it also, like, asked more questions. Like, wait, I thought the Emperor died. How was he kept alive? Mm-hmm. Who are these throngs of followers devoted to the Emperor that that are adorned with these robes, but there's also 10,000 Star Destroyers in their essentially original design with this this planet blaster, which essentially is like miniature Death Stars. Like, I don't right. need to get into the, the, the detail of where they got the money, where they fundraise. I don't care about that. But <laughs> it's just like, how so, did this... Like, how did this all happen in in a far off hidden away planet system and none of it at all was like sprinkled throughout one or two but i was okay with it you know like right. it asked these questions like wait i thought you were dead now you've kind of undermined the whole thing where Vader throws him over the railing to save his son. Right. But now it doesn't matter because he's still alive. Uh, okay. The same could be said with uh, Maul, right? Maul got cut in half and thrown down a shaft and he survived. No, that's and he's true. nowhere near the level that Palpatine is. No, that's, that's definitely true. They also introduced some new things. Um... Light speed skipping? Never heard of that before. Was that no? Ever but in... it's it 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 just I, I feel like light speed skipping isn't really like something to overthink. It's just like light speed uh, without doing calculations and like without it was having a, cool a plan. Idea, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Cool idea, but it did not evade the Tie Fighters. How did the Tie Fighters light speed skip with them? And if the TIE Fighters are going to light speed skip with them, what's the point of light speed skipping? Hoping they'll mess up. So, okay, go with me on this theory for a second. Sure. Light speed skipping is uncalculated light speed jumps, right? Like, it's just... I'm with you you on that. angle and shoot. 
So in a way of like tracking someone via that would be to, uh, okay, you're seeing them about to light speed skip and just kind of jump it. So you just angle the same exact, like, okay, they're going this angle, this direction, that kind of thing. I'm going to angle with them and jump with them. And when they pull out of light speed, I'll pull out of light speed. I mean, that could maybe make sense in a linear fashion as we generally drive here on, you know, the terrestrial land. But in space, you can go 360 degree. Like, right. You know, so it's, I kind of, I see where you're going, but it, it was a little bit like, even in the movie, I'm like, how are those TIE fighters still with them and they're not, like, dwindling? It's not like there were ten TIE fighters, now there's six, and now there's two. There's still, like, a good amount of TIE fighters following them after the third mm-hmm. lightspeed skip. That's a little weird, but okay. Um, but then they never use lightspeed skipping again in in in, in the, the, the rest of the film. Right. Which, which they kind of explain why, but they only explain why for the Falcon. They say the Falcon cannot handle it because this, that, and the other reason, which is why it's on fire when they get back to uh, Dantooine or wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. But, but again, I can, I being a fan of Star Wars, um, I can suspend my disbelief. Right. Well, it's because... one of those I feel like for. It's uh, at least for me. It's it's one of those things where it's like you know, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I would love an answer to this, but I'm not gonna sit here and let it ruin the movie until I have the answer for this. I'm not gonna overthink it. Like we're already breaking a bunch of rules of reality with Star Wars as it is. Um, I think I can get over this light speed skipping thing. Like it's it's not a it's not a big deal. It is an interesting thing, and I'd love if there was like an explanation, even in in lore, not necessarily with uh, this world's physics explanation. But I'd I'd still love an explanation. They, I I do like how they give a little bit more backstory to Poe because Finn was like, "How do you know how to do this?" And he's like, don't worry about it. Light speed skip, light speed skip. And then he knows how to hot wire the speeder. He's like, you know how to do this too? And then we come to find out that he was a, a spice smuggler. Right. And it's like, oh, you're like a modern day Han Solo kind of. Cool. Like it, it kind of makes sense. And like not necessarily that you would take the place of Han Solo. Like, you know, you guys are very different kind of um, characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Poe has a lot more um, morals <laughs> uh, than than Solo did. Like mm-hmm. Poe, by the time that Poe joined the Resistance, he he was doing it for the cause, and Solo was doing it for, you know, the money. Um, and then Leia eventually. <laughs> but uh, no, I I I was very very happy um with how they ended it like we need there this is the plot we know what's happening because of this this spy mm-hmm. we gotta go to this hidden place and we have to figure out how to find the hidden place and it kind of reminds me of like um like a D D adventure where there's 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 a there's a the quest that they have to go to, but it's not just like a simple A to B quest. Hey, we're here. Like they, they have to go through perils and trials and tribulation. Right. And I really liked it that 
they were kind of thrown for a loop. Um, I mean, what what did you think? Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> one that's probably one of my all time favorite Star Wars movies. Like, it was crazy good. The biggest thing for me, honestly, was the fact that they didn't stick to the more vanilla uh, lore for Star Wars. Uh, and what I mean by that is like you, obviously th- this is towards the end, but you see Ray's yellow lightsaber. Yes. I don't think we've ever seen a Sentinel never lightsaber before. have never seen a yellow lightsaber. Yeah. And like those colors mean something. Yeah. And I, I just, it, it kind of killed me because it was just like the, that stuff like the, um, uh, this, the, oh, I can't remember the name of this, this Sith, like locator, the Sith homeworld, the all this finder. stuff. Like, yeah, there, that's stuff that like you never hear about, right. you never hear about in the actual movies. Cause then you, the actual movies are like so much more just, you know, okay. We introduce a yeah, threat. We introduce maybe a new, uh, force power and stuff, you know, just, just some light things and don't get me wrong. They're fun, but like you play, the games you read the books you do that stuff and it's like there's so much more star wars than what you've been led to believe you start doing that stuff and you're like holy crap there is so much going on about like how sabers are built and how why mm-hmm. what they mean and all this other stuff and it's like they kind of tapped into that with this movie i mean the fact that like that whole area of where they were keeping the wayfinder like on the side room for where uh, Luke and Vader's final battle Battle like took place. Like that was crazy. That was so crazy. That was so cool. And I like that because it's just, it, it taps into that. Like, you know, okay. You saw return of the Jedi and you thought it was really cool, but it was so much more deep than that. There was actually like a ritual going on and Palpatine was trying to get something out of it. And there was a reason why he was saying, you know, kill me because he needed Luke to actually kill him out of anger. Just like he wanted Ray to kill him out of anger because it's like a Sith ritual and stuff. And dude, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, in it, the, the idea that it takes two to kill the one to like fully bring the Sith together. Like, the way that they explained it, I was like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. Like, why he was really trying to push Luke to kill him. And also why he was, you know, at, toward the end, he's really trying to get Ray to kill him. Right. Um, the whole force healing thing. I feel like I've read that in a book before. And if not in a book, I've seen it in in one of the, like, uh, cartoons that they've done. Right. I don't feel like that's something brand new to me. And maybe that's just me building it in my head like I've seen it before in other fantasy films or something. But I don't feel like that's something brand new to Star Wars. I do feel like it's believable. It does bring up a question how much life force does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? No. How much life force does it take to to heal this, this, this snake versus bringing somebody back from the dead mm-hmm. via a, 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 a lightsaber wound to the, to the stomach? Right. You know? I mean, he wasn't dead, though, right? Like, he was dying. 
He was dying, sure. Yeah, and right. again, and that, and that you and I that... could split hairs on this, that, and the other right. till the cows come home, and it's really not going to matter. But it's just one of those things that I am... F- I Don't get me wrong. I'm fully invested in and fully enjoying the movie. It was right. just one of those things that I was like, huh, I wonder. And then he yeah. brings her back after she like uses all of her force power to... Uh, uh, you know, combat and um, counter uh, the the emperor, right? And you know, turn him to dust essentially. Which, by the way, when she pulled out that second lightsaber, you know what I immediately thought was mm. Force Unleashed, dude. That was the one my my only thing. It's not even a complaint, just more of like a oh kind of thing. I wanted to see Ray tear it up with that saber. Like I wanted to see dual saber raid just shredding like I don't know Sith inquisitors or something. I just wanted to see her destroying people with it. And don't get me wrong, what we got was really cool with the like handing it off to Kylo and stuff. That was awesome. But I did want to see just like 30 seconds of just her shredding. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that was a a plot uh, decision or if that might have been like a, a production decision like oh we don't have the um the stunt people to do it and the actress maybe she didn't feel confident to to pull it off or something like that because she totally could like her character could right? right her character could do that like she was at the pinnacle of her training she was right there. She was able to talk to all the previous mm-hmm. Jedi Masters. And that that in itself, listening to all the different Jedi Master voices and trying to pinpoint who was who, oh, that was kind of fun. That, that was, was kind of fun, right? That like, was, you know that you was did fun it. and also a little brutal on, like, the 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 waterworks, man. Like, hearing all those voices again was just oh, like, Oh, don't even get me started. Yeah, no, totally. That, um, was, that was rough. Um, that... And I know no, I, for, now that I think for, now that I'm saying it though, I kind of realize although that would have been fun, it doesn't make sense. You know, she she had done she knew how to handle a sword because she had you know trained with her staff for so long. Mm. She's never done dual saber training ever, and so yeah, her just true. being able to just all of a sudden tear it up with it would kind of not make sense. So I think I just well, talked I mean, myself you could out also, of. You, you could also argue that. We've never seen her do the force healing thing either. It just was something that came to her like, I think I can do this, and she did it. Right. So you could make the argument in your favor that if she were to dual wield two lightsabers and do like the, you know, the the stuff that you and I have been doing in the, um, in the Jedi Order video game, that it's like, oh, the, the forest ghosts and the forest spirits have inspired her to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make that argument. I kind of see it. Um, I feel like wielding a saber and wielding a uh, force power are two very differently trained things. Okay. But I, I, I definitely think your point is valid. I thought the introduction of all the care all the new characters and some of the old cameos um was fairly well uh placed out 
I thought it was interesting how little screen time Rose got. Uh, <laughs> I wonder I know if that you was weren't um, a fan the... of her. I, I if I if I remember correctly, and I don't even know if this was on uh, on the air or if you told me uh, offline that you wouldn't really mind if her character was killed off. Pretty much killed off. She barely talked. Yeah. Well, you know? I think it was, I, I've heard theories of like, it was, uh, the director's way of getting rid of the other director's work. I like the way it was handled of like, she had this big old moment with, um, Finn in seven or right. eight, excuse me. Right. right and yes. it like, I like the way it was kind of handled of like, cause you look at, you look at his face and he was not enjoying it. He was kind of like, uh, Okay. On? Yeah, yeah, like right. well, okay. Um and she's trying to have this big old moment with him and I like the way it was just like no really like she was making it so much like it was it was very nice of her to save him. Don't get me wrong, but like that like whole quote unquote love moment was very much one-sided of like yeah, no in, in no movie, uh, thank you for like, thank you for friend zone hug. <laughs> I was like, yep, oh, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you for saving my life. Thank you seriously. Yeah, I thanks, love you um, so much as a friend. As a friend, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, if you want to talk about good, spitting in the face, it. if you want to talk about spitting in the face of a, the other director, how about Luke's Force Ghost grabbing the lightsaber as Ray throws it in the fire and saying a Jedi Master takes care of his lightsaber, something to that effect? Whereas the first scene in episode seven or episode eight, rather, Luke throws the lightsaber off the island. Right. No, I think that was handled beautifully of like, because it wasn't like they dwelled on it or anything. It just was, hey, I was wrong to do that. And you are wrong to do it as well. Yeah. Moving on. and that's actually something that he did say. She, she's like, I'm just going to stay here for 30 years. She's like, yeah, don't do that. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I did the wrong thing. You don't need to do the wrong thing as you well. You don't need to do that. Now, here's my thing, though. In regards to the timeline, um, Ray does that amazing move where she slices off the wing of the TIE Interceptor. Right. And Kylo spins out of control. Yep. You think he dies. He doesn't. But his Tie Fighter is completely destroyed, and then his then he lands a Tie Fighter on the Death Star, and in that Tie Fighter is the Wayfinder. So which Tie Fighter was he in when he was following her at that desert planet? Because the there wasn't a Wayfinder in that, unless he took the Wayfinder with him from that as he was escaping the fiery Death Tombstone, and put it into another Tie Fighter. Again, I'm not trying to split hairs and be like that guy. I'm going to be that guy just a little bit because I was like, wait a minute. Didn't his TIE fighter get destroyed? And if it did get destroyed, that thing would be destroyed too. Mm-hmm. That is a very good question. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and it was something that came to mind when um, when uh, she's like, I don't have the coordinates or something to that effect. And Luke's like, you you have everything that you need, and she looks at the Tie Fighter and goes in there, and the Wayfinder is there. I'm like, wait, 
Huh? Okay, well, an argument can be made there. If she was able to torch that wave, the the TIE fighter, and completely yeah. just wreck it, it might have survived the other crash. Like, he might have crashed, pulled it out, and kept moving. Yeah, but you saw how easy it was for him to, like, just crush it. Well, who says he wasn't, like, using, I don't know, force crush? Like, he, sure. Who, who says he wasn't just doing something to it? It wasn't just, like, you know, raw strength. Because I feel like the Sith, in all their wisdom, or lack thereof, um, would be smart enough to make something a little more durable than, you know, oh, this is dumb, smash. Let's do it over. Yeah, like, you you know, they're they're having this huge ceremony and the dude, like, trips slightly and the thing just shatters. Oh, geez, maybe we should reinforce this ever so slightly. (laughs) How much should we reinforce it? At least more than zero. (laughs) Um, No, you want to talk about epic moments, though, was right uh, after she steals the TIE fighter, though. And you just hear Han Solo just, hey, kid. Oh, oh my man. god! Just ripping at those heartstrings, oh man. Oh my god! Uh, I was like, why? Why does that? And the camera panned over. I was like, Jesus Christ! And there were three moments when my son and I applauded, and we were like the first people to start applauding, and then everyone else in theater followed us, and that was <laughs> one of them. You saw you saw Han Solo. I was like, "Oh Jesus, oh, oh my God!" And I loved it. He's like, "You're just a memory." He's like, "I'm your memory." Like, "Oh God, oh, you want to be Ben? You really do." Yeah that that moment right there was oh just perfect. And I like the way they handled it. Like the way you just said, "You're just a memory." Uh huh. Yeah, yours. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just those simple things of like not over explaining, not going into deep detail, just a quick little, uh, you're just a memory. Yep. Hence why I'm not a force ghost. There there were two characters that they introduced and I want to go back to them. There are two characters that they introduced that I completely fell in love with. Okay. One I fell in love with purely because of how adorable he looks. And I do not know his name. And he is one the of the... robot? Nope. One of the brand new engineers on the Millennium Falcon. Um, as as they're like... Um, I think it was right after the scene of them playing that space chess game. You see like mm-hmm. this giant slug with big eyes. And I think it's Poe's... Uh, hey, uh Cruck or crunk or something like that. Go over there. He's like, rawr, rawr. like that's all he does, and he's got no lines. He's a hundred percent CGI, and I'm like, this guy is this humongous slug with these big eyes, and I love him. And you see him in another scene later on, but he's just kind of like a back foreground background character. He's just right, right. there in the front row, but he says nothing. You see him for like two seconds. And in my heart, I was like, oh, he's so adorable. He's like (laughs) sitting there looking like I want to help, but I don't know how. Like, I want to pet him so badly. (laughs) So I love that guy. And I also love the underground droid 
repair guy, Babu Freck or Freak or Feck or something like that. Babu. The little, little tiny guy? The little tiny guy. He's like, ah, he's so cute. I think he can be one of those um, to, to like super hardcore Star Wars nerds. He would be that character where they say, oh, they're just doing this so they could sell toys like plushies to little babies. I'm a thousand percent okay with this because <laughs> he's adorable. Congratulations. They are doing that to sell toys. Congratulations. I, want to I am give also him buying high them. Fives. Yes, I'm totally cool with this as much as I was okay with Ewoks. It is fine. I'm totally fine with this. The droid, the Dio, he was nice. He's all right. I liked I, his attitude. I like the way. I feel bad like, that he, he was just so was a bit like, kind of thing. Yes, no, kind of thing. Like just very simple answers. Yeah, he looks sad. Yeah. No, oh, I really liked his character, even though he like he did kind of feel like marketing stuff. It's still he had enough to him that he wasn't just like oh. Okay. What did you think of the whole self sacrifice of C three PO? I didn't have any problems with it. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're what you're looking for. It, it it is what it is. There there was one thing that I and I don't know if anyone else like noticed this, but no one said like goodbye to him. Like he says goodbye. He says, "I'm just this is the last time I'm gonna look at my friends." Mm-hmm. And then he goes, "Oh, actually, we can do this thing." Like, <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say thank you for your help. You know, we wouldn't have gotten here without you. Da, 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 da. They just like they go from you are an integral part of this crew to you are a dishwasher. Like we don't care about you because mm. if worst case well, scenario, we'll start from scratch. But if you get your memory back, great. Like it's just weird that's, that's kind of, of thing like, where we, they like they know. go from we are treating you like an actual sentient being to you are now a robot with no feelings. I, yeah, I feel like they knew that they had C three PO and him having backups and stuff, and so one they weren't super concerned, and then two. Like, what do you say in that scenario? You're, you're, the robot's like, you say thank one last, you. One last you look still at say friends. thank you, and though. They're all, they're all just stunned for a second. And then they're like, okay, boop. I'll tell you, though, like, regardless of that, the red eyes, that Ooh, was creepy. That was that super was creepy. Creepy. And, and I go back, I went back and I finally watched like a bunch of the trailers just to see, like, okay, well, how much was in there? That's in one of the trailers. Oh yeah. One of the trailers straight up has C3PO with red eyes and I'm like, dude, that's a little bit of a spoiler. Like, no explanation. Holy crap. Yeah. There was also a screen grab where I saw uh Ray's um vision of herself as the Empress. Uh in, yep, in, saw that in one too. Yeah, I saw, saw that, that one I'm too. Like, what the frick is going on here? I would like an explanation of the fighting technique that is used with that kind of staff that she had where it was like the dual saber but like on a hand into two yeah yeah that was very interesting and at first i was like why the heck like i'm not but for she it barely this is used weird. it well she barely used it but then also i'm like how is this practical how does you know having two sabers that are one saber doesn't 
equal more strength or anything. So I'm, it, it's not like a, you know, I don't know about this continuity kind of thing, but it's more of a, okay, what fighting technique is it that you have a staff that also has a hinge to it? And how do you fight with it? How do you genuinely do stuff with it? Because I'm sure that there is a thing for it. They're not going to just be like, uh, uh, take the dual saber and, 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 uh, throw it, throw a hinge on it. There we go. There's, there's something. I don't, I don't feel like it's that unthought of, but I'm just super curious as to what the actual fighting style is. And I just haven't taken the time to go look it up. <laughs> so there was also a couple of cameos um, that I don't know if you're aware of that happened in this movie. Uh, John like Williams. Solo? <laughs> Sorry. Well, John Williams, <laughs> the actual composer, was in the was in the movie. Oh, yeah, he's the bartender. Yeah, when they uh, when they spot when they paused on him for a second and, I, and kind of panned away, I was like, okay, he's someone to know. I'm not. I'm not, the, the face isn't coming to me, but that's got to be someone. But that's yeah, like they've always done that. Like not the first one, obviously, but like they that's been a thing. You mean cameos? Yeah. No, I know. I'm not saying it's out of the blue. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying there's there are just some notable cameos that mm-hmm. that occurred that people may not be aware of. Be kind of cool. Who to talk other about. than John Williams? Uh, Dennis Lawson. No idea who that is. He played Wedge Antilles. Do you count that as a cameo? Because I feel like a cameo is kind of like that, like, hidden thing, like how John Williams was, whereas Wedge was Wedge. Right, but it's the original actor that they brought back. Okay. To play Wedge. Right. Cameo in the sense that he was an integral part of episode four. Right. And you pretty much never see him again. Okay. That Okay, I'll give you that little bit. Okay. And then one of the last cameos that not many, I don't think anyone noticed him, except if you're like, you follow him as an actor and um, just a fan of his work. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was a res- resistance fighter. And who's that? Uh, he wrote uh, the extremely popular Broadway play uh, Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. Does he have like a connection to Star Wars, or with this was this just more for funsies, or he's just a huge fan? All right. I mean, yeah. more power to you if you can get in a Star Wars film. Like, <laughs> can't fault you there. Yeah. So, um, and there were some other characters that might be familiar but like wait do i know you do i not know you there um uh akbar's son is the the one um uh uh mon calamari that's there uh that's akbar's <laughs> son and he says uh, that's a ruse instead of <laughs> <laughs> stupid uh Nynub, he's still there uh, that's pretty cool. And then, of course, Lando Calrissian. He he comes back. Billy Billy D. Williams. Yeah, I so. still like that kind of thing. I don't feel like. I mean, that might be de- by definition a cameo, but it doesn't feel like a cameo when they're an actual like part of the the scene. Because like they could have they could have rewritten that whole part. Like let's say they couldn't get uh, 
Lando back, right? Like he wasn't available or something for Star Wars. Okay, sure. cool. Um, they could have rewritten that and not had it be Land- Lando. It doesn't have to be him. I mean, mind you, that whole thing that he gives a speech to them of like, oh, you know, how did you guys do it? And they, we had each other, you know, we kind of were on a, a we, you know, what is it? We kind of were on a hope and a prayer. So a cameo, by definition, is just a small character part that is in a movie played by a distinguished actor or celebrity. Okay. He was a, he wasn't like a, you just said yourself, he could be, he could have been played, that character could have been anybody else, and it right. still would have worked, but it was Lando. Right. So the fact that as small as it was, it was poignant enough to say, to, to get Billy D. Williams back in the saddle to play his original character with his original Colt 45 Suave. And, and I mean, you know, I, I think he did a phenomenal job. I liked, um, as they were attempting to blow up all the, uh, all, all of, you know, all those Star Destroyers, Lando came in and saved the day, just like, uh, the end of episode, uh, six. I thought it was, I don't necessarily call it a callback. But it was it was kind of a nice like little nod like Lando mm-hmm. can uh, you know he, he can get the troops together he he, he can mm-hmm. get his esh, you know his ish together when he needs to. Well, um, I mean the whole thing about him was he's charismatic, right? Yeah. Now you want to talk about real nods that uh, were real callbacks was um, when Ray hands the sword over to Ben via the Force connection that they have. Uh, all the guys kind of take a step back of like, where the heck did that come from, right? Yeah, I love and that. And he gives this, he gives this like little nod, like the oh thanks, but like that's the same one that in episode six his dad gives to all the stormtroopers when he surprises them with all the reinforcements, and he's like oh thanks, you know I surprise we have reinforcements, haha we win, um and the stormtroopers are doing the same thing, oh what, and he's like oh yeah we win, it's the same the same nod. Mm-hmm. It's it's totally like that's his kid. <laughs> I I don't know. I just I liked it. I liked it yeah. a lot. <laughs> it's very good. One of the questions that were not answered in the movie was Finn, what were you trying to tell Ray? Do you know what he was trying to tell Ray? Cuz I know. I'm going to take a stab and say that he loves her. Apparently not. Oh, okay. Apparently, as they're dying, I think of you only as a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, this was Finn's uh, decision at that moment of time to say, and this is according to J.J. Abrams, I sense the force too. I'm force sensitive, something to that effect. Really? He was going to acknowledge it to her. But that was the weirdest moment to say that, right? Well, I mean, that, that is the moment where of... you, 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 you profess your undying love to somebody. Not right. to tell them, hey, I feel what you feel. <laughs> I, I feel I, you, bro. I feel like, like uh, of all people, he could have done that, though, because he does that have that, like, 
you know, oh, oh, oh no, I'll, you know, we're all about to die and it's all the end and this is, this is it kind of status and what comes to mind. It's not, oh, let me profess my love to you. It's, hey, I, I, I think I can feel the force, FYI. <laughs> like, I, I could see why that would come up because it's like in real life, you know, you're not going to just get thrown with exactly the information you want. It's just your brain's going to throw it. Uh, I, I can feel the force. Moving on. I guess. I'm glad it wasn't, according yes, to J.J. Yes. Abrams, I love you. Because we already have weird love triangle that he's created for himself with Rose being friend-zoned and this new Janna girl from this uh, uh, this random Endor planet uh, that has um, space horses on it. You know, you, you can kind of see there being something there maybe in the future if they continue with that those characters um but then if he did profess his love to her then there'd be another love triangle between her kylo red (laughs) and finn (laughs) and that would have just been two triangles with one guy the the venn diagram of that is just now, this yeah, is, now we're going this into, is reality uh, TV. This is real worlds. I don't want this. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad it wasn't <laughs> the real that. world. Star Wars. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sure that's a mad TV skit somewhere. I have to look that up. There you go. But look, I know we've been jumping around. You know, we're 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 not ones to, you know, talk point by point by point. We're, we're just going off the cuff of our emotions of how we felt about the movie if we've missed anything, we've missed it. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. But all in all, that's how I felt about the movie. Is there anything else that you that you want to say here and now? Oh, I'm happy Chewie got his award finally after. Oh, that was so years. sweet, wasn't it? That was so nice. So, <laughs> I was so happy. Like my my son leaned over. He's like, "Is that the medal he never got?" I'm like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> tears running down your face heck yeah man heck yeah it was so nice yeah i'm happy they kept chewy around that's for sure yeah that was kind of a weird because i know that you and i again um in a previous episode we talked about who do you think will die um we knew leia was gonna die that was kind of a given for a number of reasons i'm totally cool with how she died she used yep. the last of her strength to talk to Ben. Um, and then uh, we're like, well, who else? And you're like, Rose. I don't care about her character. And what about Chewie? You're like, well, I would be like, uh, I'd, I'd be so broken. And yeah, no, when, I, when we that, thought that, that he died, happened. I was broken. I hated you. Yeah, no, when that scene happened, I immediately thought back to the the... I don't know what you want to call it, the scene just before that where they were leading Chewie into the transport. And I was kind of thinking, I was like, wait, wasn't there two? Two, yeah. I remember there being two as well. uh, Okay, so they do have an out. Okay. Okay, they're using that. Okay, okay, he's fine. Okay, we're cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, I... It was was kind of a a little bit of a... uh, little bit of a curveball not so much 
but it was definitely a little bit of a curveball, enough for me to hate you for five minutes because you predicted <laughs> it. But then when they're like, no, we got the we got the the Wookiee, I was like, oh my yep. god, thank you. Yeah, that was that was lucky. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you've made it this far and you still haven't seen the movie, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> Go see the movie. <laughs> Yeah, it was an amazing movie. I have no Don't apologies let people for tell you what wrong. you just said. And uh, although I hope you do enjoy the content, it was an amazing movie. Um, but if you feel otherwise, let us know. Um, definitely a number of ways to reach us. Quentin, how can people reach you? On Instagram and Xbox at Firewall. You can find me at those places under Lazy Tech Tony. You can follow both of us on Instagram under Still Recording. You can follow all of us under Still Recording Podcast on Reddit. Um, any links that we may have uh, referenced, if any, um, or pictures of anything that we want to show off will be in the show notes. But, yeah, may the force be with all of you, and we will see you guys in the next one. Later. Bye, guys.